bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otterville. And now, today's word. The third thing that this passage says about God is that God rules over all of his creation. The passage says, he is the creator of the ends of the earth. Lift up your eyes on high and see who, he has, who has created these things. Who brings out their host by number and calls them all by name? By the greatness of his might and the strength of his power, not one is missing. It's talking about the expanse of the universe. The host, the stars, the various moons, the various suns, the various planets, the various galaxies, the various orbits. He knows all of them and brings them out and calls them by name. That's how awesome God is. If you know the extent of the universe, it will amaze you that God says, he knows everything. He upholds and orders his creation. He upholds and orders his creation. He rules over everything he has created. He brings out the host by number. He keeps nature working like clockwork. You know, we sit on this planet and fight him. And we, we don't even know why we are here. We sit scientists. There's no God. And they are here. And they can't even imagine. Why are we even on this planet? Why are we not falling all over? To give you an idea. Our planet earth. The planet you are on now. On which we are all sitting. At this moment. It's turning round. This earth. It's turning round at this moment right now. On its exit at a speed of 1,000 miles or 1,600 kilometers per hour. Right now. Do you feel the movement? Do you feel the speed? But you are moving right now. Shh. 1,000 miles, 1,600 kilometers per hour. That is very fast. And yet we are sitting still. And you are not feeling dizzy. And then the people who are sitting in this speed train, who don't feel dizzy, say, everything just happened. There is no God. We don't believe in him. And you can't even imagine why you are moving at this speed and thinking at the same time. At the same time that this earth is moving at 1,600 kilometers per hour, the earth is orbiting around the sun. It is orbiting around the sun. In other words, it's the, the turning around 1,000 miles per hour is giving us day and night. Day and night. Day and night. Day and night. 
What gives us years is the earth going round the sun, around its orbit. The orbit of the sun is 584 million miles or 940 kilometers. Million kilometers, 940 million kilometers. For there to be every year, the earth has to travel 940 kilometers in one year. And it covers this route at 30 kilometers per second or 67,000 miles per hour. And we are not feeling it. We are not feeling it. In fact, a human being can stand in this speed and say, I'm very still. But this stillness is like a ball going round on its own at that fast speed and going round at another speed. That's not all. That's not all. In addition, our solar system, the sun and the earth and all the other planets are going around this galaxy at a speed of 220 kilometers per second or 490,000 miles per hour. All of that is happening. And look at how still you are. And the one who keeps this balance is not gravity. There is a force that created the force of gravity. And the force that created the force of gravity is called Jehovah. And he makes sure that at this massive speed, nothing is out of order. Because all things being equal, things should be flying in the air. You see human beings, where are you? Speed has just bumped you off the earth. But we never get bumped off the earth. And the earth at this speed, working with other planets like Mars and uh, Venus and Mercury and our sun and all the other planets like Neptune and Saturn and Jupiter. Pluto has been degraded. I mean, moving at this all this speed and we are not bumping into each other. We're not bumping into each other. So every year, we sing and say, Happy New Year. We don't even know how far we have traveled to be able to say Happy New Year. The next time you say good morning to somebody, remember the speed we have traveled to be able to say good morning. The next time you say Happy New Year, you have covered millions, hundreds of millions of miles And there is a cause for all of that. If he can keep this complex system in place, why do you think he has forgotten about you? Is your problem as complex as this one? For some of you, it's just a marriage problem. That's all your problem. (laughs) The guy himself needs help and he's giving you a problem. I'm finished. You are not finished, please. God can handle this complex system. It never goes out of whack. And he has you covered. He upholds and orders 
his creation. And the passage says he knows each of his creation by name. He has a name for every creation. He doesn't lose what he has created. He knows when a sparrow falls. He knows when a strand of hair falls from your head. I suppose you combed your hair this morning. Or whatever you combed. But if you had hair and you combed it this morning, part of it came off. Even if it is for a Brazilian, part of it came off. (laughs) And God says, I know every hair that falls off your head. God says, I know every bed that dies. We can't even keep count. How many of us take care? You see a bed dead by the road. You don't, it doesn't even register in your mind. God says, I, I knew it when it died. You comb your hair in the morning and hair fell. And say, hey, this is my hair. It's coming off. Oof. I need a better shampoo. Woo! Where is all this hair coming from? God says, I know each one of them. Not only your hair, but everybody's hair. In addition to controlling this complex system. He's an awesome God. Somebody say, he's an awesome God. Say, he's an awesome God. Say, he's a mighty God. And say, he's my God. Number four, God never gets tired. He never faints nor is weary. He's constant at all times. He never changes and is not subject to time and decay. There is no second law of thermodynamics with God. There is no depletion of energy with God. Every other thing created depletes energy. Even our sun is losing its energy. That's what the scientists tell us. That one day the sun will go cold. Oh yeah, don't be here when that happens. God never gets tired. He doesn't reduce in power. He does not diminish in capacity. There's not a time when God's power is reduced. He is not limited by time or space. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the fifth thing that the passage says about God, I like the number five very much. It says, God's purposes are endless. There is no searching his understanding. His understanding is unsearchable. His understanding is unsearchable. In other words, there is no database that can curate his understanding. You cannot compute, itemize, and file his understanding. His understanding is unsearchable. That's a powerful word. If you are playing a master chess player, if you were two peop- there were two people playing chess and you were spectators, one is a master chess player, the other is an average chess player. What the master chess player sees on the board 
is very different from what the other player sees. The other player sees moves here and there. The master chess player sees far more because his understanding is more than the other one. When you go to the hospital, and may you never go in, in bad health. But you went to the hospital, they said, go and get an x-ray. And you get an x-ray. And if you're an average person, it looks like a very crazy photograph. I, know, I don't know why they don't take proper photographs. I mean, what is this thing? X-ray, you look at the thing, black, white, ooh, can't make sense of it but a person who is trained can look at those same pictures and make sense of it tell you there's this there and that there and your bone is this and you need to do this and tell you all kinds of things from the same picture you are watching because he has better understanding in the same way there are many professions where the expert sees what the non-expert cannot see. Can you imagine an expert in every field? He's a medical expert. He's a chess expert. He's a football expert. He's an expert in every field. Who can see all things better than you? If you are dealing with that person, his understanding will be way beyond that. Take that person on earth who is an expert in every field and there's nobody like that and compare him with God and God is infinitely more than that person. So the Bible says his understanding is unsearchable. What God sees when he watches you, you can't even imagine. When God, what God sees when he sees a situation, you can't imagine. His understanding is unsearchable. And because of that, because his understanding is unsearchable, he can work infinite possibilities with any situation. He can work infinite possibilities. What does that mean? It means he can always... Out of one situation, he has infinite possibilities with it. If you're using a GPS system in your car and uh, you position a destination in the system of your car, your navigation system, and your car, and I know not all cars in Ghana have that system, certainly not our trotros. But it gives you a route and tells you, use this route to get your destination. And for some reason, if you miss the route, that GPS system will recalculate another route for you. And if you miss on that route, it will recalculate another route for you. Why? Because it has possibilities. Multiply that by infinity. And God says, if you miss it here, I will create that for you. If you miss it there, I will create that for you. If that doesn't work, I will create that for you. A mountain appears, I will create. God has infinite possibilities. That's why when you're dealing with God, you never come to the end of anything. Because he has infinite possibilities 
If that fails, he will work that. If that, that is stubborn, he will change it. Whatever it is, he's creating infinite possibilities. Even if your car navigation can give you alternative, how much God, Jehovah. How much your God, your creator. You think God is a one-way plug. You're going out there, you meet a wall, and he lets you go and hit your wall. Bang, 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 and bloody your head. No. When the wall comes... He'll give you another way. Sometimes he'll give you a way under the wall. Sometimes he'll open a, wall, a way through the wall. Sometimes he'll show you another direction. Sometimes he'll give you the power to climb the wall. But God has infinite possibilities. Somebody say God has infinite possibilities. There is no one possibility. And when you read the Bible, you see God's possibilities at work. He uses the hardening of Pharaoh's heart to manifest his power and deliverance. Pharaoh's heart is hardened. He says, well, the guy is a stubborn guy, but this is how I'm going to solve it. And Pharaoh doesn't yield. God says, I understand, but this is how I'm going to go around it. There is nothing Pharaoh can do that God cannot respond to. In the end, Pharaoh has to chase the Egyptians when the sea opened. And he chases them because he thinks, finally I got them. God says, oh, come on now, Mr. Pharaoh. And he enters the sea and God says, hasta la vista. Shh. 